Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 211. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. And this is the Funeral Profession's only weekly news show. It is now 2021. We have been looking forward to 2021. And guess what, Commander? Nothing's different. Nothing's different. Uh, uh, Washington's on fire today as we record. And uh, COVID continues to grow and uh, people are getting infected. Hospitals are overrun. Um, we're getting the uh, uh, shots out for everybody to yeah. take for vaccination. They're making people sick. I actually experienced that here in my own household. And so uh, the news is Groundhog Day. <laughs> Nothing's Groundhog really changed Day. right now. <laughs> but you know what has changed? CNJ Financial is continuing to evolve and grow. Uh, a company that has embraced change over the course of your lifetime. But uh, give us a little insight to, to CNJ, the, the staple sponsor of this news broadcast show talk platform we may be the largest insurance assignment company in the funeral profession but that doesn't mean we've lost touch with our roots here in rainbow city alabama our priorities still come down to a welcoming smile and a handshake that says we keep our promises with all the tools and technologies that assure blazing fast turnaround what really matters is much more old school personal responsibility integrity relationships and the pride that comes from hearing yet another client say you came through for us when it mattered. CNJ eliminates the challenges that funeral homes have in processing insurance death claims. If cash flow is vital to your business, welcome home. You want to do that again? No, I like it. <laughs> Man, you're uh, you're out traveling and you must be in thin air or something. I'll just leave that That's where it. it is. Thin air. Thin I have air. to tell you, it's a joy to work with CNJ Financial. Uh, I mentioned it last time. Our leadership, you know, Jamie and you know the family there in Utah. There's none better. Uh, we we are literally working overtime, serving uh, serving families and funeral homes. The problem with that that's existing now, and by the way, if you're a funeral home, you need to listen to this, is that the insurance companies are having difficulty because they're experiencing COVID and they're unable to just take a single phone call. We deal with hundreds of thousands of people and over 500 insurance companies every day, and we're really punching hard to get through. So if you have an insurance assignment and uh, you want some information, you may be on hold quite a while with some of these companies. So give us a call, reach out to me here at CNJ Financial. And frankly, I'll give you some training that you can have 21, well, 2021 to be completely different, zero accounts receivable. I guarantee nice. it. It's there. there. So, you know, we're talking about 2021 and what's not changed. And uh, I don't see that foreseeable future in the next six months or so, uh, anything is going to be different in the funeral business other than everybody just working as hard as they can go. Uh, you, you and I were talking off air about, you know, being in position to grow and to thrive. 
CNJ has, you have, there's a number of companies out here that listened and used our social media. We learned how to reach out to folks. Hey, guess what? There ain't going to be any conventions this year. Now I might be wrong. I was once, I was wrong one time last year. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't think we're going to have any in-person conventions this year. If it is, it will be significantly different. And if you're not spending time figuring out how to market better and the only way to do that social media, you can't jump in the car and go visit funeral homes anymore. A, they don't have time for you. B, it's, it's dangerous. And three, right, you should have done this years ago. That's so right. anyway, what's your thoughts there, Ryan? I, the playbook is written. I'm kind of uh, on par with you. I don't know that we're going to see in-person conventions this year. Kana announced this morning that um, they are suspending their symposium for this year. So we'll see again in 2022. And then they also sent out a survey about their annual conference of, you know, would people attend if it was in person? Would they rather attend virtually or would they just not attend at all? And, you know, the, the playbook's been written. There are companies right now that are thriving because they, they we've made the decision to control our own narrative for years. We've made the decision to own our own customers and to create our own distribution for content, our own distribution for information, where we can continue to operate without having to meet twice a year at a big conference or state conference or whatnot. There's so much opportunity online. And yes, you got to embrace it. That That's I mean, that's the, this is the chorus that we've been singing for five years or longer, and now we're seeing why we were preaching it a long time ago. So, um, you know, there, there's another big change that you and I talked about based off of a recent news story that you got to pay attention to this. Like this could this this conversation can be combative, but I think it's one. I think it warrants a conversation. What do you think? And that, what is uh, it? It's it's about the uh, escorts, funeral escorts, and also um, going from the funeral home to the cemetery. Last right. week, another law enforcement officer was killed, I believe, down in Texas as a result of a funeral procession. Mm -hmm. Now, I, again, I've been shot at, folks, and I'm only here. I didn't make the news, but I'd like to hear what you got to say. We've got, we've done so many things. You know what? It used to be we could not do arrangements unless you came into the funeral home. You couldn't get the GPL unless you came into the funeral home. It's 2021, y'all. Things are changing. So well, we've got these, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom has one. She's, I'm not going to say how old she is, but she's a little older than I am <laughs> anyway. And she uses it to find, you know, to find routes and doing things. So, you know, I, I think in urban and suburban areas where the traffic is crazy, um, it's looking more and more like these uh, processions don't make any sense. I could tell you at our funeral home that we had in Virginia, uh, oftentimes we would put an insert inside the prayer cards or whatever we were using and just say, hey, here's the direction to the cemetery. You know, at the conclusion of service, we're going to wait 40 minutes for everybody to get there, depending on the length that it took to get there. And then we'll proceed, travel safely. Right. Um, somebody's going to get sued for it's over with. You know, somebody's going if they haven't already. And, you know, there's no reason to have a funeral and lose a life because of what our, quote, traditions are. 
So yes, I know that there's going to be people who are just adamantly against this, etc. Fine, but let's have the discussion. You know, what could you do better um, in order to serve families and save lives? I mean, we're talking about life and death situations yeah. because no, we absolutely. want to drive through town. That makes sense. Yeah, to me. you know, it's. I, I think that what we've seen in the news is when um, there's a motorcycle escort, uh, police escort, like a motorcade there. Um, it, it's still accident prone with the procession because people don't respect it. That's that. It really comes down to people not respecting the procession where it used to be. You naturally pulled over. You saw you know, uh, a procession coming. You stopped at the red light. You didn't go through the intersection until the procession went through. We've lost that kind of respect for end of life, uh, which is now creating very dangerous situations. We're less attentive as drivers to begin with. We're on our phones anyway, so that creates issues. Um, I, you know, am I a proponent of let's abolish the procession uh, as a whole? I don't know, but I do lean on the side that do we do we need processions to get to the cemetery? Um, you know, we have a client in the South that currently they're live streaming and doing all of their services from the cemetery. So the car, the family just shows up, they do the viewing at the cemetery and the funeral at the cemetery, and then the committal service all in one place where there is no procession. So, um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely think it's, it's debatable, but every year we have these conversations and we see lives lost. I know when, when I worked for the vault company, um, at least a couple of times a year, we had funerals and, and burials for people that were killed in procession um, at another funeral. So it happens uh, more than we probably discuss or even really know. And um, it is dangerous. Is there a better way? And what is that better way? Right. And so FNers, folks who are watching this, uh, we want to hear from you. Comment, tell us what you think, if you're that adamant, et cetera, on either side of the coin. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe even have a couple pro and antis on together. That would be a lot of fun. You know, we tried to do, do that it. last year with some companies and they're like, nah, I don't want to do that. But, <laughs> you know, what the heck? Um, so, you know, what's interesting, too, is that we're, we're continuing to see, you know, the COVID deaths going on. The funeral homes are struggling. I can tell you the hospitals out here are struggling. And um, I really, I'm concerned about where we're headed and not sure that there's an end to this. You know, I, I talked to a lot of folks that thought, hey, you know what, thank goodness 2020 is over. And I'd say, well, maybe it isn't that bad compared to what we're going to have in 21. And they're like, what do you mean? It wasn't at midnight that everything switched over yeah. to the new year. Like, okay, we're done. That's right. We didn't hit uh, reset. No. And so the world is uh, continuing on. And the only thing that we can do is our very best, become innovative and figure out how to make it better when we wake up every day. That's, That's all right. I got right. You know, you can only and control what you can control. That's it. You know, and so uh, I'm still out here. Uh, I do have a sweatshirt on. There is some shorts on below here and I'm um, outside. It's beautiful today here in Phoenix. Thank you, Lord. Uh, a lot of folks are getting snowed on today, too. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I have concerns about this year. There's optimistic just to stay level and plain not to, to elevate the problems that we currently have, Yeah. right? Yeah. Once we start elevating those, 
I think then we just continue in a spiral of disarray for every aspect of our lives. I agree with you. I agree with it. I mean, we got to be decent human beings and we got to keep our head in our arena and, and do what we do, not worry about what everybody else is doing. But uh, that's another episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You scared me there for a second. So uh, anyway, thank you for uh, clarifying that. Yeah, well, Ryan, yeah. uh, next week uh, we'll get back together. We're back on to 12. We're moving forward. Um, we've got some interesting things that we want to try to accomplish this year. And uh, I'm quite certain that we'll have success here as long as we get the love and support of all the Funeral Nation folks out there and the companies right. certainly CNJ to keep us rolling. And, you know, most importantly is that we're a really small business and we need to sm- support each other. Yes, we have right. different ideas, but there's no sense in uh, not helping each other in the times that we live in. You got it. That is a good note to end on. All right. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.